You know every superhero gotta have theme music, right? People are crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going utterly mad. This guy gets it. I like him. He's getting angry. I'm here to make a difference. Welcome to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. So glad you guys are checking in with us today. Want to do the first of a two-part series. Want to quickly introduce you guys uh, to a couple of political candidates who are actually running uh, for the uh, in a special election uh, for the uh, school board seat of District 7 in Richmond County. Those candidates are Elliot Brown and Charlie Walker Jr. On this particular episode, we're going to have a chance to talk to Mr. Brown and really had a great conversation with him. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, before we do that, of course, I want to shout out my sponsors, the Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard in Augusta, Georgia. If you're looking for affordable health care and a pharmacy that you can trust, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. Also, my good friends Jesse and Doris Wheeler with your locally owned H&R Block at 2664 Tobacco Road in Hepzibah. I recommend them because of their 25 years in the business and because they personally do my taxes. Uh, you can call the Willis at 706 305 706-305-1412. I want to talk to these particular candidates because uh, during the uh, regular election, which was about a month ago, the uh, turnout, the voter turnout was, I mean, it was, for lack of a better word, it was disgraceful. Uh, of course, it is the District 7, uh, District 7 school board seat, and 7 is actually the percentage of the voter turnout. And that was really distressing and was something that really inspired me to want to uh, at least talk to the candidates and as I as I spoke to both of them, I mean, just really got some really good information and they're both really passionate about uh, this particular seat. But enough of that. We're going to jump right into this conversation. Again, we're talking in this discussion with Mr. Elliot Melvin Brown. You're listening to Making a Difference. Welcome to another episode of Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. Uh, so glad to be with you guys today. Just am continuing a series. Uh, really, you know, it's a, it's a political season, you know, May qualifying and different things like that. There's also uh, in Augusta, a special election and a special opportunity as it relates to the uh, District 7 school board seat. And so I've had an opportunity to talk to the candidates, and one of those candidates is here with us tonight. Already had a great introduction, literally just met this brother 10 minutes ago, and as you see during the course of the podcast, just uh, <laughs> the way that all of this came together, man, it's really going to put a smile on your face. Um, you know, it may make you believe, uh, if you don't, you know, in a higher power, but uh, this is, you know, not so much about coincidence, it's about providence. So with that, Going to introduce uh, to you all, uh, Mr. Elliot Melvin Brown, who is a candidate for uh, District Seven School Board. How you doing tonight, my friend? Good, man. How you doing? Doing great, doing great. Glad to uh, have you on the podcast. I originally, and as you all may know, I became interested in this uh, school board seat first of all because you know it's of course in within the framework of uh, Augusta Richmond County, but also what concerned me was the initial voter turnout. Um, in the there was, it was a four candidate race, and I believe there's 19,000 residents I think within District Seven. Out of those 19,000, there was a seven percent voter turnout. So you guys can do the math. Uh, something that was very disconcerting, and something that we will talk about during the course of this podcast. But before we get into that, we want to know more about Mr. Elliot Melvin Brown. So tell us about yourself. Uh, I'm, I am Elliot Melvin Brown. I'm uh, 48 years old. Be 49 in September. Uh, I've been married. 23 years to my wife, Pamela Coberson Brown. I have uh, two kids, Maya Brown, who's a freshman at Spelman this year. She's an awesome. honor student there. 
Um, and we also have David Edward Brown. He's an eighth grader. He's the uh, student council president over at Davidson. Um, and he's a Roy. He rose for the Augusta Rowing Club. Um, we live uh, in Richmond County, have been uh, for the last 23 years. Um, and we live in District 7. We've been over in District 7 for about 13 years. Um, work for the post office. I'm a SSA there. I do training as well. I do most of the training. The people that you see in the front counters, I train them. Um, so hopefully they're nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's, I mean, and it's, and I, I hope you guys don't think we're being cheesy. This is like so serious. Because like I said, I just met uh, Mr. Brown 10 minutes ago. My dad and my brother actually work at the post office. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they are, um, <laughs> Look, it's <laughs> and this is kind of going to be a theme of the podcast. I, I hope you guys are just, uh, you know, just stay tuned and get ready for it. So you've been living in District 7 over 10 years, working at the post office. I And the thing I always like to ask people is, you know, what inspired you to get into politics and specifically what inspired you to, you know, want to run for this District 7 seat? Well, um, as I said before, um, I think that everybody um, who can should participate in local government um as a as a soldier you know i've learned i've had to serve and protect my country uh as a postal employee i have to serve and protect the local people of augusta and as a district seven um, representative i hope to serve and protect the kids and the parents of district seven so some of the things that um have pushed me towards um running for this seat in particular is my neighbor. Um, I met him when we moved over into the neighborhood that we live in uh, some 10 years ago. Um, and he tried to coerce me into doing these things. Um, we talked, you know, we stand out in the yard and solve the world's problem. You know how it goes. Um, so um, so he's, he was the sitting person when we moved there in District 7. Um, he's always said, you know, you got some great ideas, you should run. But, you know, I have these two kids, you know, that I'm very involved with. And I've always told them, you know, I have to take care of my kids first before I can take care of anybody else's kids. I just want to interject something. So just to make sure you lived across the street from the former District 7 school board chairman. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, so that's, again, that's part of the coincidence of this thing. Um so, you know, when, you know, he, he tried to coerce me into doing it, um, I'd say, hey, man, you know, I got two kids. They, they're both busy. They both act with the Augusta Players. Uh, you know, my daughter, they both were volunteers with Red Cross. So we were busy, you know. And so now that my daughter's gone, we only have my son. You know, um, he's there at the house with us. And so it's taking a lot of the activity away. You know, he still rows and he still acts with the players, but it's just him. Um, so I have a lot more time to give. Um, and so that has, has allowed me to, you know, make this decision. Um, and again, I spoke to you earlier about um, some friends of mine who come into my life who has also been influential into me making this decision. So it's all coming together, in, you know, in my mind. We would, um, sure, I mean, tell us more about your friends. I think one of the things about, politics and you know as it relates to you know maybe just ideas that you have you know if, if you were you know elected 
I just I really like to hear more about people. I think that that's something that people can identify with. It's easy to you know we can go maybe to your website and get information about sure. you, but just things that are that are personal that folks can identify with. So when you say you have a friend that you know another friend that influenced you, kind of tell us about that. Sure, sure. So like I, um, I said before, um, this friend of mine, he we've been friends since we were about fourteen years old, and as, as life has it, you know he went on to college and I went on in the military and. You know, he got married and got married and got married, <laughs> and uh, I finally came back to Augusta, and we bumped into each other coincidentally, um, really, and uh, the wives kind of, you know, got along real well. We started hanging out, and uh, and then, you know, not giving any names, but he's in city government as well, and so, you know, he's pretty influential, you know, around the city, and so he's always said, you know, man, you, you know, you should do these things or whatever, you know. And so it, I think, you know, like I sp- explained to you earlier, I think it's not by happenstance that that happened. Um, some of the things that have happened to me, I believe, you know, again, is being predest- pre- predestined up until now. You know what I mean? So that, what I'm saying is there's nothing that I could have done, again, to not be right here today. So that relationship from age 14 has come full circle to right now. It's very, very compelling. I want to ask you, just uh, in terms of just uh, Augusta, Richmond County, and I, I want to ask you about your kids because I, I see where you know you you are very involved uh, in, in you know in I can imagine you and your wife are very involved in our lives. But before I get into that, I just want to kind of ask you just about the dynamics of District Seven, not just District Seven, but really Augusta, Richmond County, because I know you and obviously you are, as I mentioned, involved in your kids' life. But there are situations where there may be that separation where parents aren't necessarily involved in their kids lives i want to just kind of get from you if you could just if you could just say in your own words just the importance of that and just making sure that not only are parents involved in their kids lives but also that they understand the importance of knowing what's going on in local government sure um and again part of you know making this decision to be in you know the race for district seven seat is to lead by example in my household um again i spoke to you about everybody should have or should participate in city government if they can. And I say that to my kids. And so what better way to show them than to actually do that? So so that part of it, you know, um, is, you know, in one eggshell. So the other part is um, you, you spoke about kids not having that. Um, and it's very important. And it's very important in, to have a village, per se. You know what I mean? So for those parents who are single or even if you're married, both of you guys, you know, being uh, being a parent who's been there, both of you guys are going both ways. You know, I believe that the whole community should pick up where those parents are not able to. So we have we have an idea or a plan to bring to Richmond County what we call a parent academy. So like somebody like yourself who's involved, you know, go take some courses. And of course, we're not going to let anybody just come sure, in. Sure, I understand background checks. But, also right, but sure. so we're going to, you know, allow them to come in, get some training, and, and volunteer their time. Um, one of the things that I think that Augusta, Richmond County, uh, uh, particularly, doesn't take advantage of is Fort Gordon. You know, Fort Gordon has some of the brightest soldiers in the Army. Um, <clears throat> they're all very high speed out there. Um, you know, with the cyber command coming in, you got even more intelligent people coming. So they're just sitting out there. 
you know, so I would like to, you know, ask them to come in and lend some of their time, you know, and, and expertise on some of the things that we're lacking in here, you know, science and math, you know, here in Richmond County. So those kind of things, retirees, you know, tap into some of those who are willing to give their time to some of these kids who need it. You know, and not not anything against any parents, because, again, I know single parents who are doing the best they can. They just don't have that time. And so those are the things that I would like to see in Richmond County improve or help improve. That's a I mean, when you say parent academy, I think that just really hits the nail on the head. I don't want to, you know, impose this on you. Certainly I've always and it's been my belief. And like I said, you don't have to speak on this, that parent involvement in some ways should be mandated and not so much mandated where it's. We're going to punish the parent if they don't get, they're not involved, but just something that you can incentivize. Sure. And, you know, I, sure. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. Even even, you know, um, you know, some of these factories like these big easy go Textron, these places, you know, having incentives for letting the kid, letting the parents off to do you know, parent teacher conferences or even to go take these classes for parent academies. So, yeah, sure. I would love to see something like that, you know, and, and, and that would bring more support to the teachers and the kids in the schools. I spoke at length um, with uh, the Board of Elections before I, you know, announced and all, you know, talking about people coming out to vote and everything. And they said to me in January that if I got 10% of the people out, I'd be doing well. <laughs> so I, you know, 7% is right at what they you know, predicted. Um, so, for, but again, being the first time, I was very disappointed. Given the climate of today, given, you know, schools being, you know, shot up and schools being, you know, students being attacked at schools. So you think that was the most important thing to go out and vote for, you know? But, you know, we haven't done anything to be able to change the minds of parents, you know, to make their voices heard. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Elliot Brown. You're listening to Making a Difference. My name is Lauren Macon, and you are listening to Making a Difference with my handsome husband, Ken Macon. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you looking for affordable health care? Are you looking for a pharmacy that you can trust? Well, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard here in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. This may be a familiar voice to you. Hey, it's none other than Ken Macon from the hit show Making a Difference. And I just want to tell you about the fine folks over at Medical Villa Pharmacy. They're led by pharmacists, Dr. Marshall Curtis and Baron Curtis. And I tell you, they provide great service for many of us here in Augusta, Richmond County. They take Georgia Medicaid, insurance plans, charge cards, WIC vouchers, and they even provide free delivery service. The Medical Villa Pharmacy is conveniently located in the medical district near the Medical College of Georgia and Payne College. Medical Villa Pharmacy. They are dedicated doctors, medical mavens, and a blessing to the health industry. What more can I say but head to Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. Tax problems giving you the blues. Tax liens, levies, garnishments, unfiled tax returns, denied a passport because you owe back taxes. I'm Jesse Willard with your locally owned H&R Block in Hepsiburg. We have over 25 years of experience in representing clients with tax problems, and we can help you to jazz up your life. Contact us at 706-305-1412 to schedule your free consultation. H&R Block, the one you know and trust. 
what do you think it's going to take to, and I mean, just even within the framework of this election, um, not so much about, and I mean, it, this is part of it, to not only increase voter turnout, but just to increase that awareness. You know, what, what do you think it would take to I think, generate that? I think, it's, I think it's just that, the, the, the awareness. Um, myself, in particular, have, you know, I've done signs, I've done mail pieces, I've done robocalls, I've done social media. I've done everything but a TV commercial, um, you know, and I've, you know, and there's still people that I speak to, you know, being a postal worker, I speak to a lot of people every day. And there's still people that I speak to on a daily basis. And I say, you know, hey, how, how, how did you, how did you vote go? Did you go vote? And they say, oh, I forgot. Mm. You know, so then those are people that I speak to every day, me, who is actually running. So you know, I don't, I, I, I don't have an answer for how to get these people out. Um, uh, you know, from my perspective, it's about awareness. Um, so you know, like I said, standing out on corners, knocking on doors. We've done all those things, and we're gonna continue to do those things. I want to ask you, and when, when we talk about the school board, and you know, when we talk about the state of education in, in Richmond County, the a word that comes up. Uh, for me, a lot of times, is social economics, and it's a concern that uh, Dr. Pringle had previously expressed uh, in a in a piece in the Metro Spirit. Sure. And I want to ask you about it, just in terms of, and, and and the idea to me is this: is that when you walk into a classroom, regardless of whether your parents or parent makes you know over a hundred thousand dollars a year, or they may let make less than twenty five thousand dollars a year, but the idea is that education should be a level playing field. But clearly, we don't have that. Because of the state, you know, as it relates to socioeconomics. So I want to ask you, um, as someone who's a candidate, as someone who could, you know, potentially be elected, with some of the things that you see in Richmond County, what are some some possible solutions? Maybe it's in terms of, you know, uh, breakfast before school, different things like that. But have you thought about it, thought about the school system from a socioeconomic perspective? Well, I mean, coming from, you know, a a, a – a lower socioeconomic background um, uh, for myself. I came from a single parent home. Um, my mother um, probably never made more than $30,000 throughout her, her lifetime. She's retired now. Um, so I think that um, the thing, you, you have to have a level playing field. You said that word, level playing field. So that means Richmond County should have a curriculum that's across the board. So if you lived in West Augusta, or if you lived in South Augusta, or if you lived in East Augusta, if you go in the classroom, the curriculum should be the same. So I think that one of the things that I would like to see or look into, and I'm not sure if it, you know, how that plays right now, but I would like to open that dialogue is why is the curriculum different if it is in different parts of the city? Great points, great points. And because uh, I, I, want, I want to get some more um background because I'm, I'm seeing a transition where you know you said you grew up in a single parent home sure. um lower income situation and now we're seeing this transition where i mean just you know you, you've uh enjoyed that experience we talked so much about your kids sure. so you've been you've been able to see both sides of it yeah. just kind of take us through that and just some of the challenges maybe you face as you were you know growing up and mom's working a lot i can imagine this so maybe she wasn't always there you know well, when it came to different events and things like that you know i, I was very fortunate i'm gonna be honest with you my mother 
uh, worked 3D11 um, in one of the meals here. AM, PM? Um, uh, 3 PM to 11 PM. Okay. Uh, throughout my whole school, you know, schooling. Wow. Um, and so that was a strain uh, for her. But my mother was very good at putting me in things to keep me busy. Hmm. Um, early on, you know, I was in the Scouts early on. Um, um, I went to Upward Bound. I did, you know, those kind of things to keep me involved. Um, so, and there were free things. So there's things that are available right now in the city. There's different, there's different youth building, you know, Sure. Programs, opportunities, programs, sure. opportunities for kids that are not advertised to everybody. They're only uh, uh, privy to a certain group of people, um, and they're free. So that there's, there's no reason why the city couldn't, you know, be involved. And so those kind of things that I would like to be able to add to some people. I think there's a lot of single mothers out there who are looking for those kind of things, who would love to have their kids in those kind of things. They just don't have that you know, knowledge. So I think just uh, resources, you know, to be able to get these things done and the knowledge of them, you know, is big. And, we, and we've talked so much about knowledge and awareness, and it seems that that's something that you're really passionate about. Sure, it's just sure. closing that gap. I want to ask you because I'm, I'm hearing so much, and because out of that passion I find a lot of times, and, you know, as it relates to not so much politics, but I think just when you have people sit down and just a gathering of ideas, is that people who are passionate about things can really just give you some of just like the most, the greatest and most profound ideas. So I would just love to get some of your thoughts on, you, you talked about the Parent Academy. Are there any other thoughts that you have in terms of, you know, if you were elected, things that you would like to see implemented or conversations that you would like to have? Well, sure. I've um, and, and, it, and it all leads back to resources and knowledge. Um, I've talked to several people throughout the state um, and at the state level um, for Georgia who have uh, access to resources that are are available to other parts of the state that have just not been made available to Richmond County or not necessarily made available but not being taken advantage of. So there's there's like a, right now there's a program, I think it's Easy Go or Club Car, one of those companies that have a, a, a training program that is paid for by the state these kids go to these go to this place every day get on the job training you know and and that is free um there's other things you know um my daughter took advantage of augusta state uh i forget the uh, i was gonna say i know the name escapes you but what's, yeah. what's the spirit of the program well the spirit of the program is they they can take college courses for free wow. in 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 high school so, so you go into college with credits already. So those that's money that you save. So those things I don't think are, you know everybody knows about. And so you know just being able to put those things out to the city and make it available to everybody, not just one sector of the city. I want to ask you just uh, about the school board in general, and. I don't so much want to talk about the politics of the school board, but I, but I think you have the understanding that, you know, if elected, that there are nine other members. Of course, you have the, sure. the superintendent. And, um, and I can imagine you go to some of the meetings now. What do you see with the school board and what are some things that you think you can add if elected? Cohesiveness. Um, you know, getting along, uh, you know, working together to make good decisions, um, being good stewards of your tax dollars. One of the big things right now is, you know, moving these schools around and, you know, uh, 
making sure all the schools are the numbers are where they should be right sizing right sizing so you know those kind of things i think are we're heading in the right direction but there's there's other places where i think that you know monies or monies have been allocated and people you know in the city didn't necessarily agree with those moves so i think that um um as a as a sitting board member one of the things that i would like to do is you know start a breakfast with the with the with the teachers and the principals of district 7. Oh, so so I meet with them every so often, let's say once a month to sit down and brainstorm about what we need in our area to be able to work together. I think I've talked to a lot of teachers and they've said that they don't feel like their board members now represent them. They don't feel like they're, you know, in line with what they're doing. So I would want to be that board member to be in line with the things that they need firsthand in the classroom. That's good. I want to ask you. Um, of course, you guys have had the, uh, as I mentioned, um, the uh, the, fir- the fir- uh, first round, if you will, uh, the the, fir- the initial election. What did you learn um, with the, you know, from the results of the initial four candidate pool? It's a popularity vote. Hmm. You know, you 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 have to make yourself known. Um, Augusta is a who you know town, um, and if you don't know the right people, you just don't get that access. And so I think that what I've learned is, no matter what you do, it's about who you know, and not not as much what you know. What did you think about the other three candidates? I thought that we had a great uh, group of candidates. Um, it's not very often that you have so many great choices. Um, I think that all four candidates were very passionate about District 7, um, very passionate about moving the city forward. So I, I was very proud of the the group that I was in. Certainly. Just want to give you um, an opportunity now uh, as we wrap up this interview. Just is there if there's anything that you would like to say, you know, to the people of District 7? Uh, the, the biggest thing for me is make your voice heard. Um Get out and vote. Whether you vote for me or whether you vote for any other other candidates, make your voice heard. Without making your voice heard, you leave your city um, in a in a state where somebody else is making the decisions for you. It's powerful commentary, and with that, so glad to have a chance to sit down and talk to uh, Mr. Elliot Melvin Brown, who is a candidate uh, for District Seven School Board. And as Mr. Brown said, and as we're saying here on Making a Difference, get out, make your voice heard. Um, April what's the 17th. Day? April 17th is the big date. So I want you guys to come out and make your voices heard. Thanks. All right, so the episode just ended and you're mad. MAD, Making a Difference, but you're also mad because the episode is over. But here's the deal. The movement continues. It continues on social media and far beyond. Social media, Facebook, Twitter. You can go to facebook.com backslash making M-A-K-I-N a difference show and you can keep up with social commentaries. You can also know when the podcasts are coming out. You can also know when our video logs are coming out. And that's the way you can keep up with that. It's facebook.com backslash making difference show. You can also keep up with us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is difference making. That's D-I-F-F-E-R-E-N-C-E making M-A-K-I-N. If you want to follow the SoundCloud podcast, you can do so by going to soundcloud.com backslash making a difference. If you're interested in advertising with making a difference, you can shoot an email to making M-A-K-I-N 
a difference show at gmail.com. That's making a difference show at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your support. I love you guys. Peace and God bless. You win. Perfect.